This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. You know, it's funny. When I was uh, growing up, we, I, I just told you my dad's family is from Boonville, Indiana. Mm-hmm. And it was always pretty hard to explain to Illini fans what basketball in Indiana was like. Right. And they had rooms, you, you know, that were like painted red. I mean, like you, you had Indiana Hoosiers rooms in your house. Right. Oh, yeah. Now, occasionally you'll find somebody with a bar with an Illini banner, but no one's painting their house. Uh, and they thought Bob Knight was the second coming. Yeah. And he yeah. could do no wrong. He was kind of the original Trump. I, I, I mean, you know, like he, he, nothing he did was enough over the line for Hoosier fans to go, yeah, he's got to mm, go. Right. <laughs> That's a different time. Right. That's for sure. Yeah. But in a weird way, even, uh, I, I mean, I guess now we look at coaching, you know, in a very different way. Well, I'm sure your your kids are in sports that you would not have liked somebody that, that oh. would have treated them that way. But that was just sort of, that was the Bob Knight way. And, and Bob Knight learned that. And then it was, yeah. you know, coaching has evolved. I right. mean, I, I, I remember being on a swim team and having a coach that was very aggressive not not put your hands aggressive but well i would passive hope aggressive not. uh for other things like if you I, I mean i remember i was nine years old and it was terrifying um but uh yeah i'm i know my brother had a pretty aggressive baseball coach but. I, I think it's interesting you, you know i think those people are working out issues um mm. uh <laughs> yeah yeah I, I think that they're um, frustrated. They didn't, that, you know, there was the old saying that those who can't do teach and those who can't teach, teach gym. Um, <laughs> I didn't make that up, by the way. Uh, uh, but I think there were a lot of maybe they wanted more out of an athletic career in their maybe. lives as kids. And then this is their way of. And it's funny because if you look at now, uh, college is, is starting to completely change the dynamic, but the difference between college coaching and professional level, you know, NFL coaching, like night and day, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and there were some hanger-ons. I, I mean, like not everybody is adapted, but the successful ones have, right? Right. That you can't treat these men uh, like children, you, you know, uh, and, and I would think that probably the closest to it still is Bill Belichick, you know, just because of the length of tenure, <laughs> maybe. Uh, but like somebody like Mike Tomlin, who's also like a very assertive guy, but you can you know that he relates to them as men to men, not like somebody who screams and yells, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and it is amazing how long people figure it out at a professional level because everybody's getting paid a lot of money. And if you don't do it right, you're out of a lot of money. How long that takes to sort down to every other level. Right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. A um, couple quick things here. At the Illini schedule, their next game is at Northwestern on the 24th. Mm-hmm. The game after that is at home against Indiana, which is Saturday, the 27th at 2 p.m. ESPN has that game listed. It's on Fox the 27th, 2 p.m. My tickets that I'm holding in my hand say Saturday at 2 p.m. They just typed the date wrong. That's weird. That it's, is I don't know how that strange. happens right, now. We'll the get clarification ca- yeah. uh, and we'll give those away Monday. Okay. Because we got a few extra Yeah, days. that's right. All right. I don't want to send somebody on a goose really? chase. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and a, and a, a second thing that's I wanted crazy. to give you was a personal recommendation. I listened to for the first time the Let's Go podcast with Jim Gray, Larry Fitzgerald, and Tom Brady. Hmm. And they had Randy Moss and uh, Julian Edelman, I believe, on. Uh-huh. 
It's a really nice format. It's pretty informative. They kind of let it a little looser if you want. I think you might enjoy it. I've listened to it. Oh, you have? Yeah, Did you like I, it? Periodically. I, you know. If you I, get the right guess, the I, format here, works, here's, right? Here's my secret. Uh, uh, it's not really a secret, but it's not something I don't think I've ever talked about on the air. I, Tom Brady's voice kind of drives me nuts. Uh, not uh, alone. I, I, I really appreciate what he did as an athlete on the field, and and I am grateful that in my lifetime I got to see him versus Peyton Manning and all the you, you know the greatness. But other than that, I, I'm not a huge of him off the field. Yeah, yeah. I'm a hater. Right, I know what you're saying. His voice just kind of like I hate those Hertz commercials mm-hmm. where he's doing the Tom Cruise jumping on the couch thing. Yeah, that's kind of funny. And he's playing off his divorce, which I think is weird. Um, oh, I have not seen that. I, I get it online all the time oh. on YouTube. Ah. Uh, it, 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 you know, it's one you can't click out of fast enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Just me. Fair enough. Uh, but but I have listened to it before. Yeah. Okay, so the thing is, uh, we were talking about uh, Illini and, and Indiana, which would be the next home game after uh, the game this week. And growing up, that that was such a stark uh, difference between, you, you know, uh, Lou and Bobby. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that was a love-hate relationship. <laughs> but, you know, but you kind of, you were jealous a little bit, right? I loved going to those games. Yes, but loved I mean, you kind of thought, like, we got this guy, this weird wraparound hairdo, the Lou do, and, and he seems like, kind of like, a minister or yeah, something. Golly G. Yeah, he's Golly know? G, and the other guys, the other guys throwing yeah. chairs and and uh, uh, yeah. And you watch the tone and tenor of the crowd and what that brings to it. You know, when Indiana fans are like, "Hey, this guy's setting how we." Right, and, and then the Illinois fan, we stand up, we clap, we're happy, but we're, we're kind of keeping it in the bounds. Yeah, now they haven't had that for a long no. time in Indiana, no. but they, you, you know, people. Uh, Ken Smith, I told me one time that uh, you, you know, in the Big Ten, he was consumed with it. Uh, that you know, the teams like Illinois, they just and fans have never experienced like a whiteout at Penn State. I mean, it's a level that it is just so far above, right? Uh, and, and that is because of a lot of success. You, you, you know, that's what you can build, right? Now I think the Illini got to be worried about getting kicked out of their own league. Yeah, not not for basketball. Maybe football. We could do the whole. You don't get one uh, or the other. I don't know. Some teams do. Yeah. Some some do one and are independent here, and then their other teams are in a yeah, but conference. I and... think the downside of this whole thing of everybody jumping ship and putting 28 teams in the Big Ten is the people that are near the bottom need to be worried about getting dropped out. That's yep. right. Oh, and it is, and I don't it's hear anybody real. talking about that, do you? For football, it's real. I'm um, just around the periphery right now. But, you, yeah. I mean, it's a legitimate concern. Yeah. It, it is. I don't know where they would go. I think a Northwestern's in that category. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, oh, yeah. uh, if you just look at the Big Ten, mm-hmm. um, and, and yeah, it's easy now. Yeah, we're top ten basketball team, but I, you know, over the last ten years, fifteen years, no sustained sustained success. Right. So I, I hope that doesn't happen. Me too. Because you're like I've all been in. in. A, I've been in a line. I've my whole life. It's it's what I know. My kids are there, both of them, and uh, yeah. But even having it's, a top 10 team, yeah. even in that national title run mm-hmm. or two, it's not anything remotely close to what Duke looks like. Yeah, the culture you, you know, is not where that. Where kids are camping out for mm-hmm. four days before tickets go on. I mean, it, it's a whole different thing. Well, it has to do with, you know, the first year, nobody knows what to do about it. The second year, more people know what to do. So I got to be the first one there. I've got to be the biggest. When you only do it once, That's nobody true. has any. That's, no. That's true. Yeah. If you. 
certain point, if you want Tar Heel or or Blue Devil tickets, you, you know what it takes to get them That's at that true. point. That's yeah. true. And we're Kansas. sitting here with tickets with the wrong yeah. date on them. Jayhawks. Yeah. <laughs> Jayha- yeah. Printed yep. hard tickets. That's, here you go. Show up on the wrong day, kid. Sorry. That really is not acceptable. And the, and the font <laughs> not. is the, like, Are from, they fake tickets? No, right. it's like that old typewriter style, like uh-huh. when I'd go to Bergner's to get tickets. Like, yeah. that's what these are like. That's funny. That's yeah. crazy. I think they're going all digital next year, though. I read a story yesterday that the the barcode is going away. Yeah. Hmm. On tickets? Yeah, period. Hmm. That it's the last days of the barcode. Um, And, uh, you know, the way it is like scanning at a grocery store now Mm -hmm. or doing whatever, you you know, if you're old enough to remember before that came along, right? And and didn't George uh, Bush, not George W., George H.W. Bush, get a bunch of grief for being in a grocery line like during a campaign and not knowing what it was? I don't remember. I don't remember the world without barcodes. No, I, well, there was a time, just I'm like sure, your restaurants yeah. or, or whatever, where the cashier had to input all of that stuff, and they were very fast. I oh, mean, yeah. you know, they could just sit there and do that like nobody's like, business. Yeah. I'd watch them do that with the produce because they have the little code uh-huh. and the sticker's yeah. not on there. They had to do it with everything. With everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the barcode comes along, and now how quickly everything is like hopscotch. I mean, it, yeah. it's just, you know, the technology is coming so fast. Uh, I will tell you what I, I, I something I didn't know. That that um, that. Uh, how do I tell this story? I'm not critiquing, but I'm not every sure. I'm not sure that everyone knows that this is happening. Okay. When you are self checking out mm-hmm. at at a large grocery store chain, okay, they are filming everything you are putting mm-hmm. in that bag, frame by frame, and if you get an air now. That something, you know, we always get that thing where the lemon doesn't get picked mm-hmm. up and is put the item in the bag, put the item in the bag. They come over and look at every frame by frame by mm-hmm. frame. I've had that happen. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you had. Mm-hmm. This was the first I had I've had it happen a handful of times. But all recently or for a while? I would say, because all fuzzy, I would say within two years and also recently within the last week. Okay, here? Uh-huh. Okay. Indicator. All right. Um, there is already, when I go, and this is why I don't do the shopping, because I hate the whole experience. Same. I don't mind putting the stuff in the cart. I don't even mind self-checking out. I don't even mind loading the bags. I don't, it's, it's not the art. I mean, the, the, the I kind of like the idea of going down the aisles and looking at the, it's the process. And it's like, I feel like I am being accused of doing something mm-hmm. uh, every time. Yep. No, you know, accused of, of doing what? like I am there to do something mm-hmm. so that when you inevitably put something in the bag you didn't pay for it, they can it's at yeah. the ready because yeah. you're likely to do that is how he feels. I got you. No, I, I just I don't like being uh, I got a bunch of grief one time from a local thing that, that uh, anyway, it, I went to this place to because mm-hmm. and they had a person whose job was to stand in the aisle to watch you. And then when you moved to the next aisle, they moved over oh to watch gosh. you. I oh. left. And I'm like, I'm not spending money right. with somebody who treats a customer like yeah. they're there as a criminal. Uh, I, I just, I think it's the worst thing you can do. Experience, But yeah, my husband does the shopping. I, it, yeah, I don't. 
And they've been doing it at like Sam's forever. Really? Like that whole yeah, here, you got to gotta check your, your, your receipt, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, now it's I'm going to capture everything on film. Now I get that they're in a top spot and I get loss prevention is a big deal and it's eating mm-hmm. into profits and people steal. And I, I just, I don't like the feeling of being treated like a criminal until proven otherwise. Yep. Cause Guilty I feel like this, this country is yeah. the exact opposite of that. I, I understand what you're saying. Um, I don't know what you would do like, when are you going to rectify that three lemons went missing? How do you go back and try to see where they went? Or do you just go, well, we lost three lemons. I, I think that's off. always been the case. Right. And I think, okay, what, can I can, can I ask you this then? And mm-hmm. I understand. I mean, I get the other side of the equation about the, the logic. But why not invest in the technology you just invested to spy on me on getting better cash checkout things that can actually detect the, the thing you just ran through and paid for? That is that is what is happening is the tech they are. So it'll say that thing. I don't care where you go. That self checkout machine is not any away. better than it was five away. years ago. They're going away. Are they? They are going to go away for loss prevention mm-hmm. for the well, customer. Who's going who's gonna to step in? Right. They, who are we gonna a dollar get to general, for example, is high. <laughs> Hiring more staff to and going the, away from it. Okay, it, that's fine. Good luck with that. But I, the experience that I experienced, and I was on the other end, not trying to steal something, it flagged. They have scales that they can that when you put stuff over on the side, it down to like micrograms. And if something it, it thinks that you scanned even like a a birthday card and the scale didn't register, it goes whoops. We think you missed. Something. Somebody can walk over and look at the last three frames or four and go. Oh, I, I can see right there it went. Good. Cleared it out. Move on without your stuff. It doesn't feel like a criminal. It's an okay. inconvenience. The, the weight thing, if it can do the microgram, then why doesn't it read the card? Maybe I, I maybe yeah. off hanging off the edge. Maybe well, it's maybe you're not trained to be a grocery bagger and they don't want to pay people to do that anymore. Mm. So you're doing the extra already. Don't treat me like a criminal. <laughs> no. I'm doing Yep. 75% more of the work, yep. paying 60% more in cost, yep. and you're treating me like I'm there to rip something off. I don't, as a consumer, it turns me off. Yep. And and like I said, even though the technology is there and we don't, we most of the time we can just go in without incident, boom, and get out. They're going away because we're telling them we'd rather wait in line and have, uh, uh, have people check us out. All right. I mean, that's I don't where we're do going that back, either. but that's where we're going back to. I, if they can find the bodies mm-hmm. or the AI to do whatever the next level of this is, yeah. um, you know, I, I, and I'm not knocking anybody personally. I, I mean, I get that there's, you know, and there has been since COVID a lot more of it and, and they, they have a lot of loss. Yeah. Right. We're closing stores because of it. Uh, they're using that excuse because of it. I think a lot of them uh, and, and. What you got going on? Oh, We're no. doing construction He's, in he there. He is tearing up the studio right now. <laughs> I didn't touch anything. It's like <laughs> vibrating off the... We've got an earthquake coming He's, or something. He is aggravated and everything I'm not is. aggravated. What are you I'm stealing really, back there? <laughs> Take a look Keep at the camera. Yeah, we run those <laughs> frame by frame. Back. Here's what I would say to corporate America, mm-hmm. which most of these places are not locally owned. They're corporations. That's right. They, they say they can't hire people. They say they can't hire people to stock the shelves. They say they can't whatever. 
Uh, we live in a world where they went to like, well, use the app and we'll bring it out to you or doing all this other stuff. But yet every single one of them fight any minimum wage increase. They fight every single thing they can. They, they figure out a way to pay the, the absolute smallest amount they can for human beings. And then they complain about performance at a level where you're trying to get, hire people at the lowest amount of money possible. And then you blame it on me. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to get me arguing on their behalf. It's not, I, I hate being taken advantage of in every situation where, you know, something that was a dollar is now three for no other reason. And sometimes I even get less, you know. And, Don't even get me started on mm. potato chips. <laughs> what, what are they doing with that? Huh? Like That's nobody. Five in a bag. We no longer are the society that thinks, man, that bag is huge. We know that that's mostly hair at yeah. this point. Right. You're not tricking yeah. us. Now, the, the difference being that's not the grocery store's fault. I know it's not. Right. And then they are pushing back on some, some of the are. pricing and some of that you're seeing. So we're not going to carry world. your stuff until you get it in line. Yeah. Because people are mad at us. Right, because they're the front line. Yeah. I mean, they, they are literally the emergency room nurse who gets to get all the grief during COVID, right? Um, but I, I look, everything's going to change. I, I, I am convinced that the way we consume, the way we purchase, I mean, nothing is going to remain constant. It will all change. No one is talking about what AI is going to mean in all of this and what's going to happen when jobs. I mean, I mean, we've had politician after politician after politician through here. We'll have more in this election year. Has one of them, one of them talked about what any of this means to working? Do they understand it? Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. That's fair. I mean, but, but, I have no but way of knowing. If your career that you thought you had forever goes away tomorrow while they're throwing rocks at each other over stuff that no one cares about other than the people who, uh, the ones and fives. Yeah. Right? You should care mm -hmm. because there's a lot of change coming. And I don't know what it looks like on the other end, but we at least talk about it. Mm -hmm. And they're not. Yeah, there's so much oppor opportunity with artificial intelligence and data, data to feed the artificial intelligence so it has something to base on. If you're a store like a Walmart or a Target or Amazon, you have so much data that the AI basically isn't guessing. It just knows because of all those data points. They, there's a lot that's going to be eliminated. Yeah. A lot. And there might be a lot of improvement, I, mm -hmm. you know, but, but I don't hear anyone having the conversation about what may be the greatest interrupter in the history of humankind. Oh, yeah. yeah Sorry the, to get all deep on it. I know. I'm just yeah, saying. The internet was the first, and now, you know, artificial but, intelligence But when the internet the gave you the ability to communicate, you still went to Target like you went to Target, right? I, I mean, I think it was Amazon and other things using the internet, you, you, you know, that, that, mm -hmm. but you're right about giving you the road. Yeah. Right. But the internet itself didn't necessarily right off the bat drive your life to be different. Right. Um, other than your ability to go to like really bad chat rooms. Well, <laughs> I mean, once the in, let's put it this way. Once the internet got up to speed. Yes. It, it, yes. It and did. it's same with AI. Yeah. I mean, but I would say between 96 and 2006, you know, internet was like internet. Right. But life since has been like, no doubt. Yeah, it's way different. It's the biggest disruption so far and AI could even go beyond it that. will go beyond yeah and, and then will. it will go beyond that in uh, you, you know um, what does it mean for lifeguards I was mm -hmm. you know looking at the park district stuff yes I know that's under your purview at the YMCA mm -hmm. you, you know will you have automatic I mean do you need you know nine bodies watching a pool if the water itself can tell you someone's in trouble you, you know what I mean mm -hmm. yeah I just don't know what 
five years from now looks like. Yeah, those are the types of things that sound silly in a way, but those are the things that people, wherever you have a station, that's what they are thinking about is like, how could we do this, streamline this? And will the AI not be way more accurate than a 17-year-old's eyeballs? Yeah, exactly right. And certain to be awake, certain to be working. or you Not know hung I mean? over. <laughs> not, not on their phone. <laughs> I... I it, Anyway, uh, it's worth having. We're not talking about the why. No, no, no. We're talking about just, we're talking about working with 17 and 18 year olds versus something that doesn't make a mistake. Exactly right. Doesn't have the. And that could be any level of age. The leeway, yeah. Yeah. But it's all going to be different. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what our economy looks like. I don't know what, uh, I I think whether people like it or not will be determined by do costs come down? You you know, when these savings are made, are they able to pass along those savings so you're not getting a half a bag of chips for 60% more price? Yeah, I think it'll, it'll be the, uh, I think it, it'll be the opposite. I think that the people that, um, the, the existing manufacturers and, and companies that will try to shrink their bottom line and keep their costs where they are. I think there will be disruptors that go, you know what, you may have that much in, but now, I'm just going to get in brand from the ground up and start cheaper. Uh, because, maybe. Yeah, because I, I'm happy to take 40% of that because my startup costs aren't what they once were. I, I'm in. But but here's what I'd like for Democrats and Republicans in an election year to agree on. Mm-hmm. That literally right now we talk about, and they don't want to talk about it because they want to use inflation as, as a battering ram uh, for each other to get elected. But literally, literally, there is report after report after report with evidence that literally corporate profits and shareholder payouts are what's keeping prices way up there, right? I I mean, the inflation rate is down and it it is is plunging down. It's not that it's the overall economic temperature to Joe citizen is not based on what the inflation rate is. It's what they cost out of their pocket. Right. But no one's talking about how to fix that. Right. They're just arguing about whether we are having inflation or Mm -hmm. not. Right. When down to that cash register experience, you don't care about that. Yeah. Inflation is the catch all word for stuff costs more. Yes. And, and, and profits are higher than ever and stuff still and less service, less product, yep. less everything yeah. and being accused of being a criminal. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Why can't I enjoy this experience? I, <laughs> I remember when the guy would come to your car and pump the gas for you. I remember that. Yeah. Wait, wasn't there a word? For, wasn't it like a little bit more and you'd pay for full, full service? Yep. That's what it was full called. Full service. Yep. Like but a little bit more, more would have been like a dollar forty nine, and they'd wipe your windshield. Well, I mean, clean. like, wasn't it a dollar thirty nine and you'd pay a dollar forty? Like it was on the yeah. gallon? No, no, no. It, there no. was a time when it, it was wasn't even an option. Yeah. And, and I, the last time I was in New Jersey, it still wasn't an option. They have a law that, really? that you can't, right. that did, yep. where you can't self pump. Pump gas, yeah. Hmm. I remember going to MacArthur, so this is in the 90s, there was a little shell station where the CVS is now, across from Fairview Park. And there was an old guy that we'd go in and I'd buy gum or whatever, but that that was the last place that I remember he'd come out and do the, the windows and uh, whatever else. But for many, many years, that was the, 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 the thing. only thing. But that was the last memory I have of yeah. it hanging on. And then, of course, they brought in a choice. Yep. So, I mean, you got to think about these things when you think about grocery stores or you think about your service and, and, and the, the inevitability of change. Yeah. Uh, there was an industry where people made a living. You, you know, some family owned, you know, some of them had mechanics and, you know, they mm-hmm. work on cars. But, you know, it made enough that they paid a guy to come out and you know, clean your windshield and, and, and fill check your, your tank and check your 
your oil and you paid a tenth uh, of, for that product. Yeah. And then that came with that came the choice, just like mm-hmm. the grocery store. Uh, oh, well, you can get out of your car and do it yourself if you're on this side yes. of the gas station. Yeah. And you can save a little bit of money by you doing the extra work, right? Yeah, that's that's the experience that I'm referring right. to. Is if I do it over here, I have to do it. If I do it over there, he's and got And then it. the companies and the owners thought, well, we don't have to pay Fred to be here anymore. They can do their own damn windshields, and uh, we'll just keep driving the price of gas up, and yeah. our profits go up. Now, the big misnomer is that gas stations make a lot of money off gas. Almost they don't. A it's almost why they have convenience stores. Mm-hmm. So, not. But I'm saying there is a perfect analogy here yeah. that took longer because we didn't have the technology, right? Yeah. Uh, that we do today. But but sooner or later, you're not going to have a choice, right? And you're going to pay more, and you're going to get less service. And the question is just. When do we get so fed up with our elected leaders that we quit voting on stupid issues that, you know, how many people do you know have this kind of gun in your life? Mm -hmm. I I mean, you know, yet it's like a debate that that we're spending all of our time over when you could have 40 percent savings probably tomorrow on everything you pay for. Probably so. Probably so. And we got to figure out what AI is going to mean to the workforce because what happened over a 20-year span at gas stations will happen in 20 minutes now. Mm-hmm. And and they talk about the uh, the real estate revolution for commercial properties where they're all empty and that's going to collapse. Well, if you're driving employees out of buildings, not because they're working from home, but because their jobs no longer exist, that you're just, so we are working at uh, we're burning at the candle at both ends, really. Yep. And I don't know that anyone has the answer, but I, I know looking at our elected officials, they're certainly not even having the conversation. Yeah. Or not far enough down the road that we're hearing about it. it you know, in, I don't know. Of- I'm saying I'm just personal anecdotes, people yeah. coming through these studios. Oh, yeah, sure. And what you see when you turn on TV. That's right. And then you turn on one channel and you live in this world. You turn on another channel and you go, what world's this? That's completely different than the world I was just on. <laughs> And then while we're doing that, you know, social media is just literally, uh, uh, you know, feeding you what you want. So you never see anything else. And that's how we're all divided. And then we're all going to wake up. I hope get on the same team. Right. Hmm. Maybe Belichick's our coach. Mm -hmm. I'm glad uh, I don't live in any of those worlds. You will. You will. I'm going to go completely Amish. We're going to nothing. Well, well, they got busted having phones during the uh, ah. Do you hear that? <laughs> when the, the national broadcast test went out or whatever. Oh, was, yeah. <laughs> a few of them got busted. Because theirs went Those off. are Mennonites, <laughs> Mennonites Nick. <laughs> Not the same. <laughs> Can't remember who it was. <laughs> Come on, they are not the same. Program. Yeah, I need to get it together now. But but that is a, 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 an interesting point. Not to make fun. Of the, yeah. There's something to be said about the way those people live. In yes. my opinion, I wouldn't do it. But I there's something admirable about this Spartan kind of lifestyle, and. Simmer down a line. I am not talking about those kind of Spartans. Uh, uh, but yet they found in an economy they were not going to be able to survive right. if they could not take your card. Yeah, they need to figure mm-hmm. out how to link up to the society while trying to minimize it. I, and then they yeah, said, I, well, if we run it off a generator, it's really not, you know. The workarounds. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the workarounds. Which is a just a microcosm of what we all do every mm-hmm. day at some level. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. We make concessions all day to justify. Yep. But it's, the changes are coming. 
What are you seeing in your side of the world? I mean, you, do you have like national shows and like stuff that you go to where there's other YMCA's or people in the business? And what do they think about the so we future? Do, of- I mean, we have we have a yearly one that's located in in different parts of the country called NATO N A Y D O, not NATO. I was gonna say <laughs> and, that'd be uh, easy to get confused. And uh, you know, it's it's a lot of fundraising and the CEOs. I've gone. Uh, once and then I did the during COVID I did the uh, virtual one and and they're very informative, um, and then we have our staff rallies in Bloomington. Yeah, for so the Illinois wise, so which are awesome. What do you see down the road? Um, like aquatics. I mean, that, it's a big. Well, there's aquatics, there's fitness classes, there's gyms. I know you spent a lot of money on new equipment. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, what are you? What What are the trends? You know, as we're here now in 2024. I I don't get much feedback from our why thinking going virtual that Mm -hmm. that's not really something that i see now mosa which is the classes that we do they have their own virtual um classes that you can do in addition to the classes that you offer face to face so if we wanted to we could get a big old screen and put them on there and pay for that membership but I've found that our members just like that one-on-one having that conversation. Um, I, I think yeah. that's okay, but here's here's I, the problem with that, and not that there's a problem. I mean, but I, I feel like you're, that's you're what getting they want. feedback from the pew. Yeah, meaning they're already members of your church, uh, and th- this is what you know the golf courses and golfers. You, you know, if you ask the people that play golf all the time, they don't want any changes. But if you look at how old they're getting and what is coming up behind them and what it looks like, you know, 10 years from now, it's a whole different picture. Yeah, and, I, and I wonder, you, you know, I mean, we just had the story about uh, uh, Christopher Nolan uh, and he was in one of these, you know, he's on his Peloton or whatever mm-hmm. bike, uh, you know, in his home and he's in a class and the instructor makes fun of one of his movies. Now she has no idea he's even in this class. Mm-hmm. And so now all of a sudden it becomes a global story mm-hmm. about his experience virtually. And sure. He laughed about it and it was fun. And then she responded and they had, they made it into a good thing. I just don't think that's going anywhere. And, and the question then is, from a local level, right, you want to support the why, you want to support all the things they do, but if they're able to deliver something to me cheaper and I get the same experience out of it, how do you ever compete with that? I mean, there is that option that it could happen where we're actually teaching a class one-on-one to 20 people in a room, and then you've got 20 people who have purchased the equipment or purchased yeah. whatever, I, it may and they're be a doing mix. it with you. Yeah, yeah I can that that I can see. I just I think people need a, a, you know I I of course we're big supporters of the why we want the mm-hmm. I mean your mission is your mission it's mm-hmm. so much more than just a class or a swimming pool. Sure. Um, but I would just give you this warning, right? There were people who hated Walmart, right? And you're going to take out the hardware store. You're going to take out the paint guy. You're going to take out. But you know who didn't hate it? The consumers. And so a lot of those small businesses died because the consumers said, I can go get more here cheaper and it's okay. And then Amazon comes along. And and it's like we didn't learn any lesson from small business to Walmart to now Walmart to Amazon. But what we learned is it doesn't matter what politicians tell you. It doesn't matter who you vote for. People want to do it from their iPad and get it delivered to their home. And so people did Amazon. And so you're going to have little mini models of that for sure. Yeah, and I think we're slowly trying to introduce 
things that you can do at home. So we, you know, we just introduced a new app where it has all of these different exercises that you can click on. Yeah. So if you're not in the Y, let's say you're at a hotel or you're at home and you have some of this equipment, you can click on the exercise or you can click on this hey, at home routine and it will spit out. Is that app. a free app? Mm -hmm. It's yeah. It's, you have to be a member. Okay. Well, there, there you, you have to be a member to yeah. have this app. And, and I think that that likelihood mm -hmm. of the evolution it's, will be yeah, it's a little bit of step in. It's very much. I think there's a huge parallel with being a season ticket holder to professional sports where I pay to go do this live thing, the thing yeah. I can't replicate exactly at mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. But there are times where I can't go. Mm -hmm. And there, and that doesn't mean I don't want that relationship. I don't want the content. So if I can go to the Y when I can go to the Y, but when I can't or don't want to, mm -hmm. if I can, if I can interact with my person, if I can get uh, training from them, if I can get a network of things, um, you know, that, that give me that added value, then I'm likely to keep subscribing and do the in-person and out-person and get the benefits of both. So I think thinking about what they can translate exclusively outside their walls right. is the way they have to probably grow. I, I think there's no doubt. but I, I And this is just an overall danger of listening to your own pew is that they want exactly what they've always had. And the danger is you get an echo chamber uh, of of a, uh, a group. Uh, and and not, I don't know what the age demographic is, but I'm, I'm guessing that your membership's on an older, you, you know, I mean, if you looked yeah, at have have the average... Uh, you know, and, and so sometimes you miss the forest and the trees because you are delivering exactly what that group wants. Yeah. But you're not ready for the next group. Uh, and, and that happens all the time. Yeah, it can. Mm -hmm. By the way, that new fitness center, weight room, what is the name of it with the walls torn down and is gorgeous. Isn't it? Looks amazing. Yeah. They, you know, it, wellness it, center. Yeah. yeah, wellness center. I couldn't think of the yeah. word. That and was like a, a that's a, like a it to looks me. So much, it's just cleaner. Well, it, it, it's just it, smooth, modern, and and oh, I it mean, looks like, great. And like, all of our equipment is new. Yeah, yeah. it's it's nice, and um, you know, we have here in the last couple of weeks um, added some classes that have really hit more of the I say younger population because to me, younger is twenties, thirties, teens. Um, spin fusion on Tuesdays and Thursdays, 5.30 to 6.15, which is a combo of bike and uh, strength training. That's great. That's really um, cool. And Sarah Johnson is is doing both of those classes, and it's a registration class. It's free for members, but you have to register because it literally— Space. Yeah. I mean, the first night that—and I was on vacation, but the first night that she held that class, she had to turn away— 12 people. Okay. Wow. Now, now, okay. So, but that's when you have now, your bikes at home and you, I know, yeah, but, but yeah. when you look at that, right, yeah. are you listening to the people of the class that's half full, that's been there for 25 years, or are you looking at where you're turning away people and going, how do we do more of that? Exactly. And so then boom, I got home and I'm like, we're adding a class. And then I'm looking at, you know, I have a new instructor coming in and do we need to add a class on different days at different times to hit different population. That's how you got to be thinking. Yeah. So that that's, sounds right on the money. That's, that's kind of where we're going. Um, it's that hit class that is a big draw to, I would say all ages, but especially the, the younger. Yeah. The is younger. that exciting for you? It's been there a long time. That new in where you, you, you start a class yeah. and a bunch of people yeah. are overly excited yeah. about it. It it's breathes awesome. life into the whole place, doesn't it? And, and Sarah does an amazing job of marketing herself to getting on the social media, doing her shares and posts. I, I don't do any of that. So that's a language that I don't speak, but that's what gets 
our members excited. And when you have people that have registered a week before the class and it's already full, I mean, it's, and then I'm like, I'm on vacation going, Sarah, we're going to have to add a class. Are you okay with that? Yep. Nick and I did a class for nonprofits uh, last year sometime with the Community Foundation. We were asked by Natalie, and, and I felt like it was an opportunity to be blatantly honest mm-hmm. about where their situation is in the world, where they need to improve, and, and if you want to continue mm-hmm. and be successful, there are some things that you may not be thinking about. Sure. Uh, because you think, well, what we do is a good cause, so people, we're yeah. going to support a good cause. Nick said to me, uh, when we were talking about this, uh, a thing that has stuck with me you know, for a long time, and I, I think it applies, I think you can take it and turn it right into your world. He said, if I just want to feel good about doing something good, I can do that on my phone without ever leaving my couch, and it doesn't have to be in Decatur, Illinois. If I just want to have a warm and fuzzy for giving to a warm and fuzzy, I can do it on Facebook, never enter a card, never do, I mean, I don't have to do anything. I can have that experience in 30 seconds, and and I feel good that I just did something good. Yeah, that's fair. You can't drag people quick enough into, you know, that, that there's got to be a transactional mm-hmm. thing uh, that, that is worth it for me to do the extra for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, being a good cause in and of itself isn't enough because there's a hundred other good. good causes locally competing with you mm-hmm. and globally uh, infinite millions. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't have that attitude about... You know, being where people, mm-hmm. you, you yeah. know, it, 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 you will just age out and, and you'll keep hearing from that crowd. Oh, we love it. Keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, that's why they're there. They're, they're already they're They're buying in, you know, but where's the next generation coming from? Yeah, I, fi- I find I'm sorry, Angela. No, but- I find that very exciting. Like the, the idea that you you have an idea for something and then it. Because you look outside and you you wonder what, you know, I see this, I want to try this. And then you get a little feedback and then it spurs into, all right, we now already need other days. Mm -hmm. We need, we need secondary classes. Mm -hmm. And now that your wheels are going, well, if they like this, this is kind of like that. And -hmm. it becomes a really fun and And fulfilling thing. And I get a 30 second gist of it on TikTok about why I should be there. You know, I mean, and that's. Whether you're Amish in that area or not, and, and I get it, I, I'm, I, I am, I was a huge adopter of social media early, and, and I hate it now. I absolutely I, hate it. I hear that a lot from people around our age, where they're like, oh. "But you know who doesn't hate it? Your next generation exactly. of, of members." So hopefully, uh, that's that's part of of what I've been trying to communicate to my team is, hey, don't be afraid to take some selfies and take some snapshots and send them to Danielle so she can get them up or... And make sure they're and, good. Right. <laughs> we don't want to see just feet. Yes, make Whose sure... forehead is that? They're good. Yeah. Yes. All right, so, let's yeah. do the break. I don't know. I've probably got Nick all stacked up here. We'll take as much as you need. We'll come back. Uh, great having just Angela one. back in the studios. Just one if okay. you can. Yeah, yep. or whatever. However yeah, you want to we'll do, do it. We'll do one. All right, we'll be back with more right after this. Peerless Cleaners, we understand that water damage to your home or business, whether it's caused by broken pipes, pounding rain, sump pump failure, snow load, or sewer backup, can be a devastating experience and create many problems. A quick response time is critical to reducing safety risks and secondary damages. Peerless Cleaners specializes specifically in water damage restoration. Our emergency services are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, and we will work to immediately minimize your loss. No project is too large or too small. Peerless Cleaners, caring for our customers, caring for the community. 
Every year, farms across the country encounter disaster in one form or another. These crises can be heartbreaking, but they don't have to be the end of an operation. Does your farm have an emergency plan of action in place if the need should arise? Join us in Downs at Epiphany Farms for brunch on February 12. As farm broadcaster Mike Pearson shares the lessons he's learned from farm operations that have been through crisis situations, go to on.ilfb.org slash farmplan3 to register now. Grammy Award-winning mega-hit singing sensations all for one are coming to Kirkland Fine Arts Center live Saturday, February 3rd at 7.30. With seven albums and over 20 million records sold, All for One is internationally recognized for smooth vocals and beautiful harmonies. Their single, I Swear, topped the Billboard Hot 100. And I Can Love You Like That is an instantly recognizable top five ballad. Don't miss All for One live. Tickets available at Kirkland FineArts.com. What's up, Doc? A brand new medical podcast brought to you by Decatur Orthopedic Center. Join Dr. Sams and Dr. Sullivan as they take a peek behind the drapes into the world of orthopedics. They will explore the newest trends in orthopedics, sports injuries, and musculoskeletal health. These leading orthopedic surgeons will go into detail about surgery, life as a surgeon, and the impacting change of orthopedics. Find What's Up Doc at NowDecatur.com under the podcast section or anywhere you get your podcast. A tradition of excellence over 150 years in the making. At Busey Bank, we're committed to building relationships that span generations. Wherever your journey in life leads you, we are with you along the way, creating a legacy for you and your family. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868, proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini, member FDIC. New year, even a presidential election year, but we are still facing the same issues. You need to prepare for the worst. Protect your home, your family, and your investments. It's time to reach out to the Oxford Gold Group. They make it simple for you whether you are buying more gold, diversifying your 401k, or buying gold for the first time. Call the Oxford Gold Group at 833-995-GOLD and order the investment guide or make a purchase of precious metals and get up to $2,500 in free gold. 833-995-GOLD. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Oh, I want some flared pants right now. Love Curtis Mayfield. One of those big airplane hanger window kind of collars, you know, with like two buttons buttoned up. That's exactly right. And what color is it? Maroon. Oh, yeah, that would work. Bright yellow, something good, (laughs) something non-traditional, something Steve Harvey's still wearing today. Yes, I love Steve Harvey. He's silly. He's got to get out of the video game ads. (laughs) All right, that's (laughs) him hosting the feud. Uh, I love it. He's a one-trick pony on it, but it's funny. It is funny. What what is the Wudoku or whatever that he's like the big spokesperson? In the gold lame suit. Oh yeah, <laughs> there was a. Good, it I was like canary yellow. It is crazy. I saw a, a, an online ad from like a an actor that was maybe on Suits or you know um, something. Yeah, just a r- regular guy, and he goes. Not Harry's wife, is it? N- no, it's, okay. it was the uh, the partner that wasn't very n- nice, the uh-huh. conniving one. Anyway, he goes, "Hi guys, 
it's it's Steve or whatever my name is. As you know, I'm a big Clash of, of Clans fan. It's like, how would anybody know that? <laughs> how, I how see it anybody? all the time. And then I'm going, is this guy somebody I should know? <laughs> yeah, why would, even if we know who you are, how, are you, is that your thing that you, no. Whatever Save That King game is, yeah. like, jeez, oh. I don't know. That's got to be out of That's Beijing or something because the, they, I get inundated with that stuff. And, and you know who I blame for all that is Lindsay. Because, um, <laughs> you know, when they're targeting you, they're targeting your your internet, That's not right. your individual right. devices. So I gotta get hit by everything she consumes. And those games are, are not even like the game. When you go to download it, it doesn't even resemble what they brought you in on. No, 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 no. I don't download it. I'm uh, just telling you. But I got I got all kinds of ads about fingernails, garden skates, Timu, and man. Yep. Timu's interesting. It is. Because it's catching on. Oh, I well, have it. Uh, the only reason I even knew of it it's was fun. because it started That's... showing up in ads. Yes. Not, not because of... You know how I know about it? Showing up at my house. Oh, I... <laughs> yes. that, so immediately after I saw the ads in <laughs> here, um, I, you mentioned that on air, that she ordered everything from there. I'm like, it's stuff. You talk about impulse shopping. Mm -hmm. I would it say totally Timu is. is that rack at the cash register oh, yeah. uh, where they could add on another 20, 30 mm -hmm. bucks on your bill just because you're standing in line waiting I, there. Yeah. That's the premium space in I the gotcha. C store. It's huh? right there. You're standing there waiting your turn. Yep. Oh, I guess I could use some pizza that's, combos. That's and a lighter. <laughs> Yeah, I could use a heck of a deal. I need some lip balm, a lighter. I could use these almonds it's, and a beef jerky it's, stick. It's a National Enquirer. Batteries. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I haven't read People magazine for a while. Yeah, here's a special on the a cast reunion for Punky Brewster. <laughs> Probably should get that for $13.99. <laughs> but now it's like, Punky is it a fly swatter? Is it a fan? It's $1.99. <laughs> I'll try. That's so wild. I stay away when that stuff gets opened. I just I don't even want to. Yeah, I need to stop. Uh, see, stop. see, but what it does is it moves your green beans from the left side of the plate to the right side is of the that plate. What it's doing? But, How else are they gonna get there? But this is Amish Am Angela. <laughs> She's buying straight from Beijing. The, the bad thing is, is, I have freakishly long limbs, so a lot of the times I'm like, yeah, no, no it's not working for me. Not so. working for me. Yeah. But you still got the app. Yes, I do, and I still play the game. <laughs> they have they have all sorts of games. Oh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> well, they're trying to be uh, like, I mean, literally global amazon oh yeah and they're and man hilarious. are they investing it is yeah alibaba you too you definitely know so there but see there's a lesson to be learned there <laughs> they're doing to you exactly what you need to do to other people exactly uh, right. to get them excited about your product i gotta, I gotta have my peeps play the fish game or new peeps <laughs> gotta play the fish game that's great i now, do i i, I would have put i would have put money on the table that the last person that we talk to, right? Mm -hmm. The last person that we have on as a regular, as a friend of the show, mm -hmm. if you said who's playing games and buying stuff off Timu, Angela would have been at the, the very last, bottom. I of my know. Timu should have been at the bottom for me. I, I would have had you down as like a Sudoku or something. Nope, solitaire. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, like, but but <laughs> yes. I'm saying like a game. Like a, I I see you locked in because that's not a game inside Timu. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm terrible. Wait, are there it's, games in Timu? Yes. So you can get free stuff. Oh, but nice. man, you're playing this game for oh, months my, see, to get free stuff. So they figured out it's something so about you and Lindsay, right? Where you are in yeah. life. 
she'll spend four hours to win six dollars. Yep. And, and I'm like, oh, my God, I, I'll it's give ridiculous. you six dollars yeah. if you can quit getting these ads bad, served to me. Yeah, I, I love stumbling onto <laughs> conversations where you're like, hey, will you tell her to get on and, and get send me the free coin? So that can, yeah, like when you have your I, I'm literally first. sharing with my kids. Hey, <laughs> make sure you get, get on for today's bonus of fish food today. <laughs> Seriously, it's terrible. <laughs> it's awesome. I, I, this even, world is full of gamers. I've been telling people. I, I, yeah. I even, Nobody listens. My, I call her my adopted daughter. She's at SIU, and I'm sending her <laughs> stuff. I'm like, I'm sorry. I, I got to get my I need the grams. magic quest. Do, do you realize every scribe I know. is what a heroin addict is? I know. Does. <laughs> well, yeah. It's, it's uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm hitting up I'm my stepdaughter up. at SIU. <laughs> Just one <laughs> quick hit. <laughs> Never catching that dragon, uh, Angela. I know it. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Oh, shoot. I know. Uh, I got they, these three kids that I do this to every single day. They're probably like, oh, my God. Got to get on and get my mom's you're, fish you're, you're preparing them for later. <laughs> <laughs> they're probably like, stop. You're preparing Five them for later. Five in the morning sharing. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Midnight. Well, do you know that all you need to do to retire is play solitaire four minutes a day? Right. <laughs> Have you seen those? No, yeah. no, that it's not even now. If you're my age, it's everything about keeping a sharp memory. And oh. Doctors say, if I just take Steve Harvey's advice <laughs> and play Wudoku, <laughs> that my brain will last longer. It doesn't work. I've been playing block. We're fighting Alzheimer's. Years. Block puzzle. Block puzzle is my other one. I, do like it's, block I love it. It's so I, I remember playing it for a hours my brain hurt and my head well there's a reason why <laughs> i had a headache hey it's oh, good to have fine. you back yeah that, that was, was fun <laughs> the last few minutes was something you've been listening to the newhoff media podcast network for more visit newhoffmedia.com